Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Hey, that's us. That would be me. And uh, you. <laughs> Welcome everybody to uh, Breaking Bots and uh, this is going to be a good episode. I have a feeling. Yeah, our first three-time guest and it really it always had to be him, right? Well, yeah, and I mean, it, so if you uh, listen to our little Throwback Thursday interview, because we couldn't get together last week, uh, you might have a clue as to who this is. Yeah, it was always going to be him, or or Jen from Scorpios. Yes, but Hal is, too. Hal is also very delightful. Yeah. So And a friend of the podcast, and an interesting match this week against oh, Cobalt. That I we'll cannot go wait to ask about that. I know, yeah. It's um when we set these times, um you know, we're not giving any hint as to why, but there's always a good reason. Yes. <laughs> you know, so um we'll delve into that. A little bit of controversy this week. I heard a lot of people complaining about the floor. Yeah, and I I'm gonna ask Hal about that because uh it seemed to wreck two people's day. And it's, uh, I think I saw a Facebook post today from BattleBots saying that they are in development for possibly a new floor for next season. So Nice. Ooh, next season. Announce it already. You can do it. Yeah, I mean, well, they can hint at it, but you yeah. know, in, until, uh, until the TV station says yes. But, uh, so we're going to get into it. <laughs> That's true. So we'll get into it with Hal. Um, may have another special guest from another team. I think you could assume, you know, which one if we're having Hal on. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, um, you know it's, uh, but we'll uh, we're gonna ask about Marvin also whether Hannah uh, joins us or not. We're gonna ask about Marvin, the new bot that uh, Hannah's captaining, and see what's going on with that team. Uh, and of always talk about Duck Man. Of course, we're gonna talk about Duck. You know, we're gonna talk about um, you know the new additions this season. The, the lifters obviously changed. Um, and it obviously was dislodged this past week, so no, we'll have to don't, don't say that. Spoilers. Oh, <laughs> you were, I, yeah, right. We're gonna know about that. So we'll have to, we're gonna be asking on all things Hal and Duck and Hannah and Marvin, and just see uh, you know how they're juggling the two teams. And I'm gonna ask why it's only Hal and only Hannah when they do the intros. Well, that's. Oh, yeah. Well, are you talking about inside the box? or Yeah, when they do the pre-fight intros. Uh, I'm going to suggest if we happen to make it next season that uh, you know maybe we uh, do a little sponsorship fee that we can just stand in the box with them. <laughs> you know, just uh, go steal somebody's Ray-Bans. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe somebody will let us borrow their Ray-Bans and we'll just kind of stand there like secret servicemen for Hal or Hannah. All right, well, enough blabbering about it. Let's just get on with it. All right, so coming up next, we will have Hal Rucker... Maybe Hannah Rucker. We'll find out uh, from team uh, from Black and Boot. Yeah, one talk. of the many intros we've done where we didn't already do the interview. Black and Blue <laughs> Robotics and Team Duck Howard coming up next. And we are back, and uh, of course, one of our favorite guests, as always. The duo. Yes, and we do have both Hal and Hannah. So, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. It's nice out here in California. 
I'm jealous. It's about 98 here in Tampa. <laughs> and it's so hot. Yeah. So, um, so we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, obviously, this past Friday's match, uh, we saw Duck versus... Man, not even a high hello or pleasantries oh, or anything. I did... See- it's like he's been on a couple of times, and you're just like, let's dive in. Well, actually, I did want to say you are our first three-time guest, so thank you for coming on again. <laughs> we, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, we love Duck, and we're starting to love Marvin, too, although we've only got to see one match so far. Well, we enjoy doing this. It's fun. Good. Yeah, it looks it. Uh, it looks like you've been having a lot of fun so far this season, too. So um, so I guess we'll go right into it. Um, our, your second match of the season. Well, I, th- I thought you wanted to first ask, how come they put you guys in the battle box by yourselves when they're doing the intros? It makes us feel really bad. Like, we could be there and be better teammates. <laughs> <laughs> we do that on purpose. Oh, okay. Oh, um, well, okay. So now we don't have to feel bad about it. Because we noticed, I mean, the first time, um, you know, Hannah's out there and it's just Hannah, and then uh, they do Duck and it's just Hal. And I was like, hey, you know, if, if we'd been out there, we could have, uh, you know, tried to slide Hannah 20 bucks each and we yeah. could have just stood on either <laughs> side of you with, you know, like some Ray Bans on, like Secret Service. Well, because I was going to say, and then they bring Kraken out and they bring out like 30 people. So, yeah. So then. Right. You could have an entourage in the, you know, in the filming, and you could buy Papa John's with that money. So, I mean, win-win. Well, the, the full story is that <laughs> it used to be just a family thing where it was me and Hannah and her mom, Kathy. And uh, in that situation, Hannah and I were both in the box during the introductions together. Um, Kathy just wasn't into it. She didn't want to be there. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> then we split up. And in order to avoid the confusion of having all those strangers with us, uh, we decided to just do it by ourselves. So I identify with Duck, and Hannah identifies with Marvin. The the people who joined our team turned out to be great and really helpful in the pits, but we, we just wanted to keep the identity simple. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I did know on... Uh... Hannah's team, I, I've I've seen Julia before, but what team was she on previously? Because I know I've seen her out there. Um, in season two, she came with uh, Bucktooth Burl, and she competed that year with a group of people. Oh, okay. And I've I also noticed that apparently Julia speaks Russian, and maybe the only other person there other than the uh, new team. So. Was she kind of the unofficial uh, Russian translator for the unicorn team the whole time? Yeah, she helped them with translations and around the pits a little bit with yeah. the Russian. Yeah, she's fluent, but and she lives in Canada. Also, huh. I think she helped with um, last season with uh, what's it? Um, <laughs> oh. Um, Gotta help me out here. <laughs> uh, the red uh, Jerome's red robot. Red devil. Red oh, devil. red devil. Okay. Oh, that's where I saw her. Okay. Yeah. Now, if the um, we need to get a French team there so your wife can come out and serve as interpreter. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure she might relish the chance to do that. Like, oh yeah, I'm an expert at this. Sure. <laughs> so, so okay. I was wondering. Uh, yeah, Red Devil is where I'd seen Julia before because uh, I mean, we had um, Ravi who headed the team up last season on, and uh, yeah, he had mentioned her too. So I knew I had seen her before. So I guess that's that's good that you guys get you know a veteran presence in there. So you know, so you don't have to keep 
know, going back and forth to each other. Because I'm sure occasionally, would you like to have Hannah in the pits with you some this season? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard no, the scoff. They, they, uh, they were nice enough to put both Marvin and Duck next to each other in the pits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I could be adult supervision while she was turning wrenches on her robot. It was more so you could be annoying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Actually, Julia was really great about that. She uh, was she's an experienced engineer and an experienced bot builder, and she was very good at helping Hannah without doing it for her. Mm-hmm. So the two of them made a really good team. Well, that's good. And I, I'm sure, I mean, Hannah honestly is one of the more experienced people there. So at the same time, I mean, I'm... It, Everybody needs teammates, obviously, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was good to be right there. Well, for you, maybe not for Hannah. But at the same time, I mean, you know, she's kind of got this down, I got to imagine, by now. Yeah, she's pretty good at it. Yeah, exactly. So we will uh, we will get into the first match of Marvin in a bit, but we did want to talk about the uh, Cobalt match. Um, that's a pretty vicious machine. Yes. And, you know, we were... We were expecting Duck to take some hits, and I mean, you even said in the pre-fight, you know, that you're just going to attack and, you know, as usual, take some hits and then just hope that, you know, you wear it down and that eventually, you know, the, um, you know, the Duck wins out over him. But um, what was it like in there seeing those hits? Were you concerned, especially when the front end flies off? Or, I mean, because... We at some point we were like it can't keep coming and Duck kept coming. So can you take us through that match just a little bit? Sure. They uh, we put both robots in the arena. They started the match. <laughs> I made a really good move uh, to get my beak underneath him and try and flip him, but missed. Okay. And then he just beat the hell out of us for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, – I wasn't concerned so much as frustrated because you can't really do anything about what's going on when your wheels are up in the air. Yeah. Um, so I would get hit in the air and I'd try to think ahead about what I was going to do once I landed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I skedaddled away and turned around to start over again, but I ended up just in the air again. Um. <laughs> Quite a few times. And it was pretty frightening. Um, I mean, Tombstone, he he was hitting me as hard as Tombstone has done in the past, Mm -hmm. but he kept doing it over and over again. Yeah. Um, So I just kept trying to not get thrown over the wall (laughs) because there's nothing I can do about that. And just keep driving and keep going at him, even though I was headless at a certain point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, try and wait it out to see if something went wrong. Now, I'll say this. My I, my favorite part of the match, I think, though, was probably, I mean, we won't get right to the end just a second, but when you were interviewed afterwards, uh, your comment to uh, <laughs> just when they asked you, well, were you worried? And you said, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was I started laughing so hard because I mean, so Duck was getting thrown around and like just unmercifully, and but kept going. I was so impressed that it kept going. 
Yeah, it. I mean, you get a sense of it from seeing on TV how hard it was hitting me, but it's not the same as being a few feet away from it. Um, you physically feel the hits. Um, and the one where he hit me so hard that it ripped the plow off, mm -hmm. it was shocking. I mean, oh, he, it, just, yeah. he didn't just knock it off, but he knocked it off and threw it so quickly that it just disappeared. I didn't know where it went. Yeah, I think that was the hit. Uh, I want to say they showed you on TV actually flinch a little bit, which I kind of would too. I mean, something that big and heavy flying that fast anywhere is going to make me flinch. Yeah, I, I really don't know what happened. It was there and then it wasn't. So <laughs> that's how hard it was hitting me. Now, it's an amazing robot. Yeah, it is. Now, we did see it. It did look like it was starting to slow down, like that the primary weapon was you know slowing. And then, obviously, as we get to the uh, end of the match, it gets stuck on the. Um, looks like it, it looks like it gets stuck in the floor because its plow was really low. I mean, I, I think they said it was dragging on the ground, and that's one of the hazards that you get when you you know try to go that low. Is it got stuck? And it, I mean, apparently, I mean, it just looked. Like, were you thinking about going in for a hit, and then just decided, no, let me just let this thing uh time itself out or did you know exactly or are you close enough to hear that they were counting them out there's a lot to talk about there okay so so first point um from where i was standing i didn't think they were stuck okay i thought their drive was broken Okay, I, and I will say I thought the yeah. same thing after replays. It it did seem like they they hit the floor and and actually broke, not got stuck. Right, and here's why I was thinking that in the moment. Um, I've gotten my robot stuck lots of times, and when you're trying to get it free, when you're hitting the sticks back and forth real hard, like you could see they were doing to try and get it to release itself, there's usually at least some visible vibration in the robot. Um, in their case, you can't see the wheels trying to turn, so that's a mystery. Um, but I didn't see any movement at all. And if you watch the video, I don't see any movement. They hit, they hit a, they create and hit a seam in the floor. Mm -hmm. They twitch once, and then they're perfectly still. So in my mind, I was thinking they broke, which is exactly what we were hoping for. Yeah. Um, and everyone's been saying that they were stuck. And I don't know why anyone's saying that. Um, there's no evidence of it being stuck. Um, if their team uh, comes forward, and I'm sure they will soon after the Wednesday screening, mm -hmm. and says, you know, we took it out of the box and everything worked fine, I 100% believe them. Okay. But at the moment, from what I saw, I thought they were broken. So to answer your question, was I going to hit them again? Uh, no way. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to throw myself directly into their weapon to try and break them. But after all the abuse we took and I didn't even have my plow anymore, I was, there's no way I was going to touch that monster. It yeah, was just what, what are you going to hit it with? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you know, yeah, when I said stuck too, I mean, I think I'm, I'm probably letting uh, the online community influence me because I, I thought the same thing. I just thought that, um, you know, that the drive broke. Because it it had been starting to slow down, so I just assumed that that happened, 
And you're right. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like I said, I just kind of let myself, you know, I'm a lemming. I let myself get talked into things online. So, but yeah, I didn't see it necessarily get stuck either. So, okay. Now that's, that's a bit of insight that I really didn't know. I mean, I just assumed that everybody was right. And then if you take it a step further, a lot of the people online are saying, well, they should have stopped the match and freed them from the floor. But if you're the referee looking at that, there's no evidence that they're stuck. They're just not moving. No. Now, did you, you have you, you seen? You can't see the wheels turning. You can't see the robot vibrating. There's nothing. So, if you if you take it to that level of thinking, then every time a robot gets stops moving, you would have to stop the match and try and figure out whether it's not moving because it's broken or it's not moving because it's stuck on something you can't see. Um. And you'd have so, some long, that would make for some long film days, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. A lot of people say we got lucky. I like to, pref- I prefer to think of it as they got unlucky. No, yeah. I'm, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the, uh, the technical guy here. Have you seen the, did you watch the show? Did you get to see the replays? Or I understand if it was yeah, yeah, obviously the memory and that would maybe be too painful to go back and watch that because ooh there was some big hits in there. But uh, you, I mean, you can see when it hits the floor, it actually goes backward ever so slightly. It's and it's definitely not wedged in the floor. Like I'm, I'm almost thoroughly convinced that it it broke and was not stuck. Yeah, I. I- I, at the moment, I was. I've watched the video lots of times, and frankly, it just doesn't matter. It happened back nope. in April, and there's lots of new episodes to come. And and he couldn't knock of, you out. Like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it, it, Look, I dude. don't know. I was I was really excited at the time. I thought it was a great match. Um, I thought we did what we were supposed to do, and. Um, Everyone in the pits and the audience was just in awe of Cobalt and what it's capable of. Um, oh, a thrilling match. I even wondered why that wasn't the headline match this week. Because as soon as I'm uh, you know, just getting settled in, I'm like, wow, we got Duck Cobalt already? Like, really? So, and I mean, yeah, it, and it definitely played like a headline match. I mean, it was, it's like you said, it was a fantastic battle. So, regardless, I've seen way more i mean i've seen teams get way more fortunate to get a victory there i mean that was earned the fact that it was taking that kind of punishment from cobalt and kept coming oh yeah that was already a victory so i mean my hat's (laughs) off to you and i thought it was a great match and again and it kind of um you know early on at least in the viewing cements you as you know a force to be reckoned with in this yeah, we're two and zero at this point. Darn right. So, <laughs> so one other one other small important detail. Mm-hmm. The match finished with exactly forty two seconds left on the clock. Oh, and I've got some. Uh, I have some trivia questions later for you guys relating to um, your two team names. So hopefully we can get to that. Okay, don't forget 42. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, um, now we have to get into, um, we're going to get into Hannah's bot, Marvin, here. When did you guys first decide uh, we're going to do a second bot this season for Hannah? When did that first come to, into play? Um, well, my dad has his own reasons for <laughs> wanting Marvin to exist. Um, oh. But 
I wanted a robot of my own. Okay. And I wanted to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, because we keep arguing about who gets to drive the robots. <laughs> so having two robots means that I get to drive and he gets to drive and it all works out. Um, and I also wanted a robot with an active weapon because of all the controversy with him and Duck last year and just because it's fun to have something that can be so destructive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, we thought, well, let's separate the two teams and Hannah gets her robot, Dad gets his robot, and it all works out. Nice. Um, was there any thought into bringing Ringmaster back? Um, or was that there was a little bit. Okay. I mean, Ringmaster was pretty beat up at the end of the, what season was that? I don't even remember now. I guess <laughs> season two, That right? was two. Okay. Yeah. But, um, it was pretty beat up and the drive did not work at all. I could not operate that robot. Oh, okay. And that's a pretty key part of the whole competition. Um, so... Ringmaster had a lot of kinks to work out, and we didn't have enough time to go through all of that. So bringing a whole new robot was kind of, in a way, easier than having to rework Ringmaster. It's amazing to say, but with you two, I guess I believe it, that, oh, it's just easier to build a whole new robot from scratch. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) 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 All right, so um, so now um, your team members. Now we had uh, Julia, and then we have the the team mom. So um, mom decided to join officially a team this season. Is that um, showing a little preference to Hannah over Hal there as far as, well, I'll join her team, just not you, Hal. Sorry. (laughs) I needed adult supervision um, and an adult that we knew very, very well at the time. Okay. um, My mom was put on my team and my dad had to fend for himself. Fair enough. Right. And then, uh, so Marvin was Hannah, Kathy, and Julia. Mm -hmm. And then Duck was me and Gabe and Eric. And I found Gabe and Eric and Julia just by posting something on Facebook and asking if people with some experience wanted to join a team. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I guess, so then Julia came over. Um, was How fun was it having her on the team? I mean, she's, uh, you know, she, she's younger, I guess you could say. So, um, you know, kind of give a little bit, kind of in between you two, so it could give a little bit of a experience, but also kind of a youthful vibe that I'm sure Hannah was probably enjoying. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was amazing. Okay. Um, she helped so much with repairs and everything, and then we would have breaks off, and we would just have fun. She's... <laughs> Cool. Um, she's a great person, and she was so helpful. And yeah, don't know what okay. else to say. She's it was also great. nice that it made it an all-girls team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, it's, I think we've well now that we've had Hannah back on, I think we've had all of the uh, teams led by a female again. So that we were missing well, except for. Um, Nelly the Ellie bot, because that's a, another new one. And so um, can you tell us a bit about Marvin, though? Um, we didn't really get to see. We've only got to see it once so far. So what is Marvin about? Um, 
Exactly. Um, like, what's the weapon? Um, and let's see. I guess. Um, how did you come about going with the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide theme? Uh, well, I'll start out with the name. Okay. Um, well, it started where we were trying to come up with names, and we couldn't think of any. And it was coming really close to the competition, and we had to think of something. And I just finished the series like a month before starting all of this craziness. Okay. Um, and one day we were talking, I think about deer, and somehow <laughs> Marvin came up. So um, it was kind of a spur of the moment, hey, what about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a bot that, you know, I've seen people list before too as one of their favorites on the, you know, on the BattleBots website where they do the favorite robot. So, I'm sure that's probably a theme that uh, you know, got some positive vibes in the pits too. Yeah, lots of people were making comments about all the books and everything and it was really fun cuz <laughs> they'd come up to me and say something that I wouldn't quite understand and then I'd remember it like a week later and they'd be like Oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> or, um, yeah, so it was a good way to get to know people, too, because there were newer teams or um, people that I hadn't seen in a while that I wanted to talk to, and people would come up, and we'd talk about Hitchhiker's Guide. So it was also a good that's talking cool. point. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess was there a lot of time to test Marvin before you got there, or was it basically just get there and uh, let's hope this thing works? We got there and we hadn't tested it yet, and it weighed nine pounds too much. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah. heard that. So, what did you have to do to uh, slim that down? Um, we took out the weapon is um, a flywheel spinner. It's a horizontal spinner. Okay. And there are four main wheels turning the weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to take out a whole wheel assembly. Uh, so there, when we went in for our first fight, there were only, there were four wheels, but it was missing its motor and gearbox assembly. No, you're remembering no? it wrong. Wait, that was the other one? <laughs> yeah, so there are, inside there are Four sub-assemblies. Each sub-assembly has a motor, a battery, and a rubber roller that friction drives the weapon. Okay. Um, so we tried losing weight by doing exactly what Hannah said. And then at the last minute, we had the idea of doing it differently, leaving all the motors and all the rollers in there, but testing to see if we could get away with just two batteries and two speed controllers. Okay. And at the last minute, we tested that, and it worked really well. So that's the configuration we went with. Okay. And it was just enough to lose the weight we needed. Hmm. Gotcha. And I forgot that. Yeah. And so, so the, the ideas behind Marvin technically were the idea of using the friction rollers, because then you don't have to worry about chains breaking or gears snapping um, or using clutches because the rollers act as clutches. And oh. the second innovation was that the steel teeth – were hinged so they could move up and down, but not sideways. Uh, the idea being that if the teeth hit a wedge, instead of throwing the robot in the air, the teeth would hinge up and absorb the energy instead. That's smart. 
Now, Sounded smart at the time. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the first fight we saw was a, a three-team matchup against uh, Gruff, who we keep missing. They're actually local here, so we're going to have them on one of these days. And then uh, we had Gemini, and I had seen somebody had wrote that when, once one of the teeth came off, the weapon was essentially non-functional. Is that correct, or is that just somebody's armchair uh, quarterbacking? Um, the weapon was still working fine. It was just a little wobbly. Mm-hmm. And the thing with the teeth and the wobble is it starts to hit the back of the robot. Um, and it causes, it can cause damage and it causes a dent in the lid. Um, so we didn't want the wobble and we thought, well, we could push with the back or the front and mm-hmm. try and stay in it that way. So, um, we did end up turning it on a little later in the match. Um, I think that's where the second tooth fell off. Mm-hmm. But um, it was fine except for the dent in the back that it was creating. Yeah, we made the decision to make the turntable or the flywheel that's spinning out of plastic. Oh. And we were very worried that the plastic was just going to explode hmm. or crack. Um, and then people would make fun of us for making a robot out of plastic. (laughs) But what ended up happening was the pins that hold the steel teeth in place, the Mm -hmm. steel pins broke. Oh, Uh, wow. And so the plastic held up amazingly well, but the steel pins broke, which was a true mystery to us. So that's after that match, we had to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to try and fix that. Yeah, because I was going to ask, because I did notice that that flywheel was made of plastic, and I was like, well, I mean, of course the teeth are going to fly out of the plastic, but that's that's good to hear that uh, it wasn't the plastic's fault. Because there's actually a lot, it seems like there's a lot more teams using uh, like alternate uh, materials, I guess so to say. Not It's not all just a bunch of steel robots getting in and, and fighting each other. Yeah, the plastic did its thing, the steel broke. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, and it was an interesting first match, too. Um, if any, Gruff is one of the few that looks almost as durable as, uh, you know, the Rucker bots, I guess you could say. So it was an interesting match, too. Uh, there was, there are some, uh, there were some combinations there I felt like would have been really good for you guys, too. I mean, a Gemini was kind of a non-factor in that fight. But, uh, yeah, there are some others that I'm like, uh, I feel like Marvin could really give some problems to. Just they ran into, you guys ran into another very durable bot there in Gruff. Yeah, Gruff has been around for a long time. And um, this version of it's even better than the past. Uh, it's, a, it's a robot to watch. Yes. And for... To Gem- in Gemini's favor, um, they did end up doing some damage to Marvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they caused a big hole in the front huh. <laughs> that you can't see on camera, but um, was pretty big <laughs> and caused problems later on with um, putting all of the rollers in and things like that. But they did do some damage. They weren't completely... Yeah. Yeah, they out did, of the they picture. Did. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think what I mean by that, when, when there's a three-team match like that, it kind of negates the advantage that they have, which is they've got two equal-sized bots that could gang up on you. They can't really do that in a three-team because they kind of are just chasing everybody around. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, um, 
Okay, so um, now I guess we can get back to Duck's first match of the season. Now, they build this as kind of a vengeance match almost on television. Did it really seem like that to you? Because, I mean, even talking to you last season, and I guess we'll get into what we're discussing more, but there was never really any ire towards Bombshell by you. I mean, that was the first thing you said when you came out to us, uh, talked to us last time. You said there's no animosity towards Bombshell, uh, and you had nothing against Mike and the team. Uh, They kind of made that out like a vengeance match. Did it feel like that to you, or was it just, you know, another match and just happened to be that team? Uh, it did not feel that way to me. Uh, it did to the studio audience. Okay. Because they played sense. it up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter what Duck or Bombshell did, it was going to be a grudge match. There's just nothing we could do about it. Yeah. Um, before the match, they didn't show this on TV, but after they announced both robots in the in the battle box, mm-hmm. uh, we intentionally went to the center of the arena and sh- shook hands. Oh, cool. But they didn't show that. Hmm. Um, yeah. So posting the video of them shaking hands on social media later on, but it wasn't part of the episode. Oh, right. Okay. And during my pre-match interview, they asked me, you know, they tried to play up the whole grudge match thing. And I said, uh, well, if you want to make it a grudge match, you should put duck in the arena with the judges. <laughs> 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 and then we'll see who wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, were you dreading if that went to a decision by any chance? I was, in a way, just dreading the whole match because of the way it was built up. Um, but, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it, it. It's hard to explain, but when you're in the pits and you're getting ready for a match, you're worried about the batteries being charged and the connectors being connected and everything working perfectly. Mm-hmm. You're not really thinking about the big picture media coverage kinds of questions. Yeah. And now I'm sorry. That was the very first match of recording. Was it not? Yes, it was. So there was so much energy just because the first match is everyone's so hyped up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it did seem like the crowd was a little extra hyped up for that. And I had heard, um, yeah, I had heard somebody say on another uh, podcast, but that that was going to be the first match that they had recorded too. So, yeah, like I said, it just it didn't feel like there was any sort of even like bittersweetness to it to you that it just seemed like another match. And again, I, I didn't know if they kind of unfairly put Bombshell in that position because, like I said, I never felt like they needed to defend themselves. And luckily, it didn't really come out that way. I mean, even. I said one kind of, you know, mean thing online, like, well, they're just going to get crap kicked out of them by uh, Tombstone next week anyway. Oops, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get for being an idiot online. So, but, you know, for the most part, yeah, they really didn't see anything came back to them. So they're a good team. Uh, not doing so great so far, but, you know, we'll see how they go. Um, so um, Yeah, they were, they were 0-4 last year and made it to the top eight, so... Never count out anybody. Exactly. Now, I have to ask, what um, what's new on Duck this season? What new did you put on? I mean, I know it looks like the lifter is uh, a little bit different, but wanted to hear it from you exactly, like, what was different this season on Duck? Right. Well, literally everything's new. Um, 
Okay. But the the strategic changes are, um, as you know, last year we had a problem getting our wheels knocked off. Mm -hmm. So we put a lot of energy into making the wheel shafts stronger. Uh, We came up with a completely different way of mounting the wheels to the shafts. Uh, much larger bearings holding them in place. So a lot of focus on protect, not protecting the wheels, but making them more survivable. Survivable. Okay. Is that a word? Yeah, it's uh, good enough for me. Why not? Durable. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, then we also move the axis of rotation of the plow to the middle of the robot, so it's symmetric and can do the 360-degree rotation. Um, Which lends for awesome celebrations, by the way. Great celebration in your first match against Bombshell, (laughs) by the way. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, It also allows us to self-write and get off the screws and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Um, Now, having made those changes, both those those changes involved adding a lot of weight. So Mm -hmm. probably the most difficult thing was um, finding ways to take weight off other parts. Okay. Um, and it was pretty nuts. I mean, we we took apart every motor and turned down the motor cans so that they were a little bit lighter and had to customize every little piece just to get it back down to weight. Whew. So how long uh how long did the build take this time for Duck? Or were you tinkering with it all off season? Um we were tinkering off season with stuff we didn't use. And what I mean is uh, a lot of teams are using brushless motors instead of brushed motors now. Okay. Um, they're was, I'm much sorry. more energy. They're much more weight to power ratio efficient. Um, there's a lot of advantages to brushed brushless motors. Okay. But they're quirky and technical and unreliable, and it's hard to get them to do exactly what you want them to do. Okay. Um, so we put a fair amount of time into trying to get those to work, and we weren't happy with them. So um, that's what we were doing in the off season. Okay. I was actually going to ask the dumb question of you know I explain a little bit of the difference between brushless and brush, but you have, but I, I, you know, talking to some teams last season, some of them did have trouble with the brushless motors. So, so you went with the brushed motor eventually or motors. Yeah. So inside duck, there's five brushed motors, five speed controllers, five batteries and five receivers. All all five motors are independent. So if anything happens to one battery, everything else survives and so on. Um, in Marvin, there are six, six motors with six speed controllers and six receivers and six batteries. Wow. Okay, I want to say the uh, the Shatter team had told us they kind of got a look under the hood, and you they they singled out uh, your bots as the one some of the ones that they were really impressed with, just the absolute beauty of those machines on the inside. So. Well, that's nice to hear because they're actually industrial designers, so they think about that stuff a lot. Huh. Okay. Now, um, one of the, I was going to ask one other thing about the design. Um, can you talk Brian here into it, why exposed wheels are a good thing? Because he's still kind of an anti-exposed uh, wheel guy, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, still a little bit, yeah. And But I know that there has to be advantages to them because otherwise nobody would use them. All right, I'll answer it this way. Imagine during the Duck-Cobalt fight, Okay. Duck has to land 10 times on steel. Okay. Uh, every time it landed, it either landed on the plow or on the wheels. Hmm. Um, so the wheels were shock absorbers every time we landed. If those were covered, uh, there's a very good chance what was covering them would have bent and jammed the wheels. Um. Okay. You saw what cobalt could do to a three-quarter inch piece of steel. It literally ripped it off. So yeah. if you're going to try and protect your wheels with similar stuff, there's a good chance it's going to also get bent or ripped off. Um, Makes sense. It's a classic trade-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you expose your wheels and try and pro- you try and protect them. And be able to drive on your side and land on rubber and all that good stuff. Or you uh, try and protect them and run into the problem of maybe uh, the protection actually smashing into them and stopping them. Uh, Also, you know, our plow weighs 60 pounds. So protecting our wheels would be another 60 pounds approximately that we couldn't use elsewhere. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's always a trade-off. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a reason why a lot of robots have exposed wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had kind of mentioned uh, the whole pinching of the wheels thing uh, last time we had you on. And and honestly, that does make a lot of sense. It's probably something a lot of people wouldn't think about uh, as far as you know having the wheel protection and having that protection work against you. Right. You know, and and there's no right answer. Bite Force has covered wheels. Their wheels are protected. Tombstone doesn't, and they both are hugely successful. Okay. I will say, though, Duck's wheels are definitely stronger this year because they, I I think they took took some licks uh, in the Cobalt fight, too, and like you said, landed on them constantly, and uh, at the end of the fight, still had all four. So now with um, with both teams, with... I'll start with Marvin. Um, as far as the controls go, Hannah, are you doing both weapon and uh, controlling the bot, or is somebody else uh, working the weapon while you drive? Um, I'm driving the robot while Julia is controlling the weapon. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so who's Last year on Duck, I was weapon controller while de- my dad was doing the primary drive. Okay. Now, who does the pulverizers for your team? My mom. Oh, all right. So she's got another job again. I think um, I think Hal said that she was working them for you guys last season. So, all right, that's still got to yeah. be fun, right? She's gotten very good at it. She's the pulverizing queen. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, on uh, Duck's team, Eric was doing the pulverizer. Okay. And Gabe was doing the lifter. When you had one, that is. Hey! Wow! Careful. Low blow. Oh, low sorry, blow. sorry, sorry. I just meant last match. I mean, after that, I guess he could take time off. You know, he could just be like, "All right, I'm gonna put my controller down." Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just got the uh, front row spot now. Now, during Marvin's matches, Hal, where are you at? Are you back in the uh, pits, just watching on closed circuit, or are you, you know, peeking your head? He out? is yelling at me. <laughs> 
That's what he does all fight. All of my fights, he stands there and yells. <laughs> they must uh they must drown that out in the post, I guess, because I don't hear it. I'm gonna I'm expecting now to see a frequency that only Hannah can hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half expecting to see her come out with yelling shut up a few times. <laughs> Yeah, they need to mic you guys. Maybe we could hear that. That would be fun. Or even like just on, if they when, once they post them on uh, YouTube or something, I can get. Um, I don't know if you've noticed the ones where they show or they have just the audio from the match. Maybe we can hear you guys on those eventually. Maybe. So. Yeah. So um, I wasn't comfortable having Hannah turn on the robots in the arena. So we bring the robot in. Uh, do the introductions with just Hannah. Then I went in and turned it on and gave Hannah the thumbs up, and then she took over. Gotcha. Okay. So, you, yeah, that's... Well, I, I would be terrified myself to turn them on. I think Duck is the only bot that I wouldn't absolutely be terrified to be in the box with. And well, that... I'm not worried about Hannah turning on Marvin. I'm worried about the other robot having something go wrong and charging at her or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There were some problems with that this year um, where something went wrong. Like I think there were two times and everyone, all the staff was very good about handling it, but it was scary when it was happening. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I we may have heard some whispers, a little something about that. Yeah. I think I would have been, uh, my eyes would have been like as big as dish pans at that point probably been cowering in a corner somewhere like please help me (laughs) (laughs) now going forward in battle bots do you think is more emphasis put on the big weapons in your opinion than it is having a bot that can last the entire three minutes you go first um i do think that robots that have a stronger weapon are there is emphasis put on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it affects things, but um, yeah, I know that last year Duck had a hard time with the rules, um, and there have been changes made to be more accommodating to both, but there is a little bit of you have a bigger weapon, so you're probably doing more damage and you can last but who knows what's going on so it's kind of hard to tell i mean there does seem to be a little bit of big weapon you're going higher on our list of things to do like in the stats that you see at the beginning of the fight Mm -hmm. um you see a little bit of like armor weight which shows that they do care that it's durable and they want it to be durable. Um, but the most, most things are put toward weapon size and making sure that it's an entertaining fight with a lot of destruction. Um, so you do feel that a little. Okay. But. Right. Um, well, there's an obvious bias against duck, uh, <laughs> Um, and duck-like robots. Um, well, let's see. 
Let me let me answer the question differently. Okay, yeah, which sure. Which is one thing I've noticed this year is that all the kinetic weapons are just getting more and more destructive every year. Okay. Uh, to give you an example, um, in the cobalt match, when they hit our chassis, mm-hmm. our the front and the back of our chassis has three inches thick solid aluminum. And at the end of the match, there were slices taken out that were exactly the profile of cobalt's tooth. Yikes. Right? It just <laughs> cut through it like butter. Um, and then you could see when they were holding up the plow, that's steel, and they cut right through steel. So if kinetic weapons are now capable of just cutting through an inch thick of steel, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> and it's two fights. I mean, even the first one against Sub-Zero, not a flimsy piece of machinery itself. It looked like it was cutting through it like a hot knife through butter. Right. So even when Duck wins a match, there's a big price to pay because there's so much destruction done. And, and I don't mean damage like we got knocked out. I just mean damage to the parts. Um, so it raises the question, what do we do next year when the kinetic weapons are even more destructive Yeah, and, and steel isn't enough? It, I guess it comes down to geometry now. Like what shape can your robot be to divert energy from all directions? It's, it's, it's definitely an arms race that the defensive strategy is more challenging for the def- defensive robots. Just put one of those hideous plows on like lockjaw. Ugh. <laughs> nah, um, so, I mean, yeah, we, you guys kind of talked about that. But, you know, obviously, you know, the, the last chance rumble, we, we were going to try not to discuss it as little as possible. But here it is. Um, do you think that in addition to, you know, kind of seeing some of the bias there, do you think that you've kind of galvanized your fan base a bit too, though? Because it seemed like everybody that liked Duck before – was even more solid in your camp afterwards just defending you guys saying hey it's it's you know they only want you know this kind of bot and this kind of bot but we like duck and here we are and it just kind of seemed like i don't know it seems like it did kind of galvanize your fan base online uh did you notice any difference this season with you know the reception you got from battlebot staff as well as the crowd yeah um so regarding social media this season, mm-hmm. after the Cobalt match, you know, I got emails from people saying, I got one saying, my six-year-old son is a really big fan, and when his plow got ripped off, he burst into tears. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, young people especially identify with the cute duck face, I think, and when they see it getting beheaded mm-hmm. <laughs> they respond to it emotionally um, and then the other thing about social media is if you started as a duck fan and you watched the cobalt match uh, you're thinking yay duck he did his thing he survives no matter what and if you're not a duck fan you're thinking damn it cobalt got cheated they should have restarted the match this isn't fair so it's definitely polarizing it's a polarized fan base I can see that because I did see some people. Yeah, the the 
Cobalt fans, they were just kind of like, oh, that they, they've got to fix the floor. This is a travesty. And I'm like, what, right. what have you been right. watching? Because I've been watching BattleBots, and there's been a lot worse that's gone on. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say this. I am a fan of Cobalt from the first time we saw it this season, ripping apart uh, Sub-Zero. I, th- my immediate thought was, this thing is going to go far. And then when that the fight card came out for this past week, and I was like, oh, no, duck. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm a fan of both bots, and uh, I'd argue that it almost takes more skill to build one that can survive that than can dish it out. Yeah, if I, yeah, it's just a different set of problems. Oh, yeah. If I didn't have faith in you building such a sturdy bot, the duck face thing probably would have scarred me. Uh, Nelly the Ellie bot kind of scarred me oh, for life, yeah. though. <laughs> oh, God. I, I had to look away from the screen. I was like, oh, God, what are they doing to that cute little thing? <laughs> it, was, it was almost like seeing a kitten in there or something. You were just like, ah, please. Fast forward, I can't go on. So, um, so yeah, um, and I did even notice on the BattleBots wiki page, which I know is a Wikipedia so people can edit it, it had your record last season as 4-2 and two on there. Justice, I thought. I was like, yeah. It, I don't know why. It just under Duck, it said 4-2 and two for last season on the, on the BattleBots wiki page, which I know can be edited by people. So, But I was like, right. yeah, that's Justice. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, and, like that. Yeah. I thought we were, let's see, we were one, two, three. I think we were three and three. Yeah, I think they're giving you the win in the Rumble. They're giving you the Rumble win. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's it's justice. I'm like, okay, good. You know, it's it's a Wikipedia, so anybody can edit it. I could get on there and say that, you know, you worship dragons, and it'd be, just ha- it'd be on there until the next time somebody changed it, so... But yeah, I, I just like I said, I Please change it to say he worships dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have watched Game of Thrones yet, so no spoiler. But yeah, I, I was just um, yeah, I was in reading up for this again. I was looking and I was like, ooh, it says four and two. That's pretty funny. So, um, so now yeah, I think we are. Um, let's see, we're three and three. We're five and three currently. If you look at both seasons so far, mm-hmm. and. One, two, three, four of those are knockouts. Yeah, pretty good for a bod that people say so, doesn't have so a weapon. So half our weapon. matches are knockouts, and people still tell us that we don't have a weapon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on, what do you got to do? I know, right? I mean, yeah, eventually, come on. I, I, I'm Again, I'm a big fan. So Now, was there any thought to putting a face on Marvin? Um, we thought about it. I mean, for the stickers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the main, like part of, I don't know. All right, so <laughs> we thought we could make it look kind of like a face with eyes and a mouth or something, but no, in the end, it didn't happen. <laughs> okay, it's the sort of thing that if you have to either have to do it well or not do it at all. Yeah, uh, we we couldn't get it to work well. Yeah. So, um, what sponsors do we have for Marvin this season? Um, well, we have Apex Dynamics. Okay. That's right. Apex Dynamics. They make fantastic gearboxes that we use in all our robots for the last 
15 years. Okay. Well, you 15 years. I'm not 15 yet. Well, Hannah's <laughs> used them her whole life. <laughs> yeah, I keep, you And know. then Duck, Duck is sponsored by Proto Labs. Okay. Which is a quick turnaround machining resource. So you design something on CAD, email them the file, and in a few business days you get a beautifully made part back. And oh. we use them all the time, too. So, so it's nice to have sponsors that we actually use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm still amazed by that. Like, I, mean, I, they, I saw them do something like that on the Tormach last week. Just, but somebody being able to just design something in CAD and then bang, it's there. It just kind of blows my mind still. I mean, I'm still... Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking of engineering classes from before Hannah was born. So I don't want to date myself too much. But yeah, just it's, it's amazing. So, um, so you have stickers for Marvin, though? The 42 stickers? Um, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, if, like, some, if somebody asks for them, we will make them. We do have duck stickers though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I did not, are there shirts yet for Marvin on the BattleBot store? Um, on the store? Yes, there are shirts on the store. Oh, okay. Yes. You can buy them online. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Cause yeah, I, uh, we love the color scheme. Isn't it, is it what, like green, purple and black or... It is green, white, and gray. Oh, okay. I think. It's kind oh, of a purpley sure. gray, though. Yeah. All right, yeah, because I, I know, like, wife's favorite color is purple, mine's green, so a lot of stuff we have has that color combo. So when we saw that, my wife was just like, well, the, I'm sold on the color. I love it. So, <laughs> you know, so, um, so where can we follow Marvin and Duck online? Um, Facebook. Okay. Right. They they both have their own Facebook page. So I don't remember what they're called. But if you do a search for Duck Battlebot or Marvin Battlebot, they each have their own pages. Okay. And the links are always there on the Battlebots page too. If you go to like um, different robots. Yeah, so. that's right. You can link it from there. So do you? All right. So uh, again, you know, we can't thank you guys enough for coming on. Do you have time to answer my ten trivia questions that have to do with your team names? Absolutely. All right. Yes. I'm going to play along because I don't know. I don't know what he's written. All right. So these are questions that have to do with possibly Duck, uh, Marvin, or the uh, the number 42, possibly too. They don't necessarily. It, it may not necessarily be a Hitchhiker's Guide thing, but um, will have something to do with uh, any of those. So let's go. Um, could you name Donald Duck's uncle who enjoys swimming around his vat of gold coins? Oh, gosh. I can, I, I, I can picture his face. He wears a hat. <laughs> yeah. He's got a monocle, right? No, it's a pocket watch. Pocket watch. Um, something. Uh, <laughs> give us a clue. Um, let's see. Famous Christmas movie, right? Yeah, like it's, it's, Car- yeah, it's somewhat of a character from the Christmas Carol. That's the movie I was thinking of. Is it Scrooge? It is Scrooge McDuck. That is correct. Scrooge McDuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that might hurt my tenth question here, but um. So, question two: How many gallons are there in a barrel of oil? If you, uh, I have no idea. If you think about your forty-two, uh, that is correct. There are forty-two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, how are how does anybody know that off the top of their well, head? Well, they wouldn't unless they did. You know, it didn't have something to do with their team names. 
Okay. Um, have you seen? I guess have you seen the uh, Hitchhikers movie? Uh, Which yes. one? One uh, of them. The let's see. Is there another one other than the uh, the one f- the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that has a uh, Martin Freeman and Most Def in it? Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay, yeah. who? I think that's the only one, but there's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was an older. Well, there was a TV series too. I didn't know if there was another movie, but for yeah. the robot Marvin, who provides the voice of Marvin in that movie? Oh, it's what's-his-face in Harry Potter, the long-haired guy, Snape. <laughs> not, only that, not only that, but um, you know the game where married couples play where if you're given one free chance with a celebrity? Mm-hmm. That is my wife's choice. No. Huh. Oh. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what's his name? Oh, God. Recently died. <laughs> yeah, he was serious Snape in uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, I can picture his face, but I don't know what his name is. What's his first name again? Alan. Rickman! Oh, Alan Rickman. There we go. Okay. I was going to ask name one other movie he's in, but you already did that. So <laughs> that was the side question there. Okay. Um, this Pac-10 University's famous mascot is the Fighting Ducks. Oregon. That is correct. All right. Um, now, let me see. Number five, this famous number 42 in baseball is known for breaking the color barrier for the MLB. Hannah? Give her the first name. Jackie. Robinson. That's correct. <laughs> Numbers retired throughout baseball Jackie now. Jackie McDuck, is that right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, question six. What is the terminology for a group of ducks? Gaggle. No, that's geese. <laughs> oh, this is fun to know. I don't know. Um, I didn't know this one either, to be honest with you. Uh, oh. Uh, you researched this. Uh, There's a whole conversation. <laughs> um, Crow is a murder. Geese is a, a mur- gaggle. Oh, God. We don't know. Okay. It's, I didn't know this one either. It's a flock. That makes sense. I, I guess all like seabirds. That's so boring. I know. It's because I was like, that's. An I was 80s hoping for something way seagulls. better. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Sorry about that. You know, we had, to, we had to get to 10 questions here. So, all right. According to the Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy, Vogon poetry is which worst in the universe? It's. Uh, is it the it's worst? Second. It's not the worst. It's the second worst. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Well, what's the worst? Uh, it's some lady in England, and I think the guy writing the book was just picking on somebody. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're doing good so far. Um, okay. Which comic book duck was featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy film? So it's part of the Marvel comic universe. Oh, was it the one the movie was made after? That's correct also. Um, something the duck. Uh, what's Jim Carrey was in it? No, that was Mask. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Leah Thompson what was in it. About? What? What are you talking about? It was a movie before you were born. Yeah, I was going to say, I think 80s. this mo- movie's older than Hannah. It, it was terrible. It was. Howard the Duck. That's correct. There we go. Okay. Um, 
And now this one, Hannah, you said you just finished the books? Yes. Okay. I was going to ask, how many books were there in the series? Aren't there five? I could be getting this wrong. Yeah, there's uh, that's correct. There's five, and then there's one that's kind of like a almanac, the I guess. Salmon of Doubt? Yeah. I think they said that's more like an almanac, but they said there's five books in the series, and then, yeah, that one's kind of an addition. Um, so we had trouble with the Scrooge McDuck one. I was going to ask if you knew the name of the DuckTales kids. Oh, um, oh. I knew this once. Well, if you go back in time, it was Huey, Dewey, and Louie. No, that that's correct. his kids. Right. Yeah, that's correct. That's, that's the DuckTales kids. Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah, that was no. it. No. Oh. What? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. There are different DuckTales kids. Well, there's a new one now, too, and there's Webby also. That's the yeah, girl one. That's it. Okay, yeah. but uh, I was like, okay, he got the gist of it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's wrong. Yeah, well, there's the new show on like one of the Disney channels, and I yeah, not uh, ashamed I to say the commercial a lot. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna throw it back at you. Do you know which sci-fi movie also had Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Sci-fi I'm movie. a blank. Mm, what? Not off the top of my head. No. Is it was the- a sci-fi movie starring Bruce Dern. Okay. And there were three robots, and their names were Huey, Dewey, and Louie. It's definitely. I think it was called Silent Running. Oh, okay. I'm like that's okay. So, how old is that movie? Uh, I was probably uh, twenty forty years ago. Okay, so that's older than so me. I should have. I, I should at least <laughs> heard of it and watched it though. But yeah, I did not know that. So I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I think I was looking at the and. I was doing this, and my wife was watching DuckTales, and so naturally I had to put that question in. So <laughs> it's Your a wife good show. DuckTales. It's a good show. I think um, we were watching <laughs> we were we were watching the Toy Story movies to catch up before we went and saw the movie that's out in theaters now, and it just sort of ran over. Yeah, he's that's what he's saying, but he records it on his DVR, and we watch it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watch a lot. Of, I, yeah, so. We, Occasionally, a DuckTales or a SpongeBob comes on. What are you going to do? So, um, okay. Well, I guess I will let you guys go. I'm sure it's about dinner time for y'all, but thank you again for coming on. I um, hope to have you guys on again later on in the season to discuss some more. But, um, and I know they've already recorded, but good luck the rest of the way. I had one more question, though, about Marvin. Was, uh, is Marvin like a full, are you going to get your full four matches or was that an alternate? Uh, Marvin gets its full format. Okay, sweet. Because I guess I was just, after seeing Duck have a number two, I'm like, well, Marvin's got to catch up here, right? So, okay, that's good to know. I guess seeing, you know, when the three-team match came up first, I was like, okay, just making sure. But I was pretty sure you were. So, well, thank you two again. Uh, You've been great as always. Uh, Check them out online and on Facebook, and we will be rooting for you. And we hope to hear from you again. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. All righty, folks. And we are back. How lovely was that? Yeah. Hannah's done. 
pretty funny. She's got a, a future in stand-up if she doesn't go into the uh, robot combat, by the way. But uh, big thanks to Hal and Hannah. We were super excited to have both of them on. Uh, Hal's great. Hal and Hannah, fantastic. Yes. So, And, uh, yeah, I just... It's been an interesting season so far for them, and uh, hopefully it continues. It can never be without wait. controversy. For oh, I know. Can it? <laughs> you know, there always has to be something. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, well, then again, though, if there's no controversy, then nobody. I mean, there's controversy because people care. Just like yeah, last that's season, true. you know, if nobody cared about Duck and he had gotten, you know, the short end of the stick in a decision, people probably would have been like, "Eh, what can you do?" But it was it was Hal and Hannah and Team Duck, so people were furious. Right? Yeah, and so. and the thing that kills me too. I mean, you say there's a. I'm guessing it's a Reddit controversy. Yeah, uh, over online, the floor. you know, like Facebook, Reddit. I mean, it, would it have been any different had, if uh, Cobalt got kill, caught in the kill sauce slot? I mean, the floor is just the part kill of. Sauce. Well, I like the just the slot in the opening. Like if they would have gotten caught in that and mm-hmm. lost the match because of it, I mean. It's it's a it's a the floor is a hazard in itself. I just it, to me, even if that were the which I still don't think they got stuck. I think they broke, but um, really, it's no controversy to me. Yeah, and I'm glad he kind of cleared that up because I like I said, I'm just a lemming of what I read online, and people were like, uh, "Yeah, I got stuck in the floor," and I was like, "Oh, I must have got stuck in the floor because I just I don't know. I take people's word for it when I read stuff online because you know." So some, some dude on the internet, but I mean, I can see why people thought it's got stuck on the floor, but I also, when I watched it the first time, I thought it just died. Yeah. So just, we'll run down it real quick. We've already talked about duck and cobalt, uh, rotator beat up on bombshell. Not a huge surprise, I guess. Yeah. Although, I mean, I was, again, I was like, where are the blades at? I know, you know, he doesn't really like to use the, uh, rotating disc against vertical spinners, yeah. but you know, two matches so far, and really needed a needed win for Rotator to stay in this, though. Yeah, and I do like how they went with the lower blade this time, as opposed to last the first time we saw them on. They started with the high blade, and that didn't work at all for them. So I'm glad they switched that up. Yeah, I just I want to see the disc. I kind of you know the blade with the paper shredder in the back is just not yeah. my thing. I guess. I mean, I like I like Rotator. So uh, and then we kind of touched on it before, but. Poor Nelly the Ellibot just got oh, man. <laughs> destroyed in a very sad display. Like, it's so cute, and its face <laughs> got ripped off. And, oh, it was, like especially when just the the one eye went, and it looked horrifying and grotesque. Then, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, it's always interesting when they have a you know, like we talked about Julia, who was the uh, interpreter. I always wonder if it's a real one to one like translation that they give with these teams. Or is this team like you could be just cursing a storm up in uh, like Mandarin and like when they have the Chinese teams and the interpreter could just be like, they really like battle bots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then although the person could be sitting there like, man, I hate this person. I'm playing uh, communism rules. And they're like, yeah, um, we're really happy to be here. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. Wild tangent. Anywho. Uh, anyway, I mean, Rainbow. Okay, let's see what it does next time. Yeah, I mean, Nelly, maybe this season's Battle Royale with Cheese. Yeah, I don't know. 
that that one got in on looks alone i think yeah uh then we had quantum and lockjaw which you know quantum was one of the early season uh i would say not it's i this success and a lot of teams are very impressed with them uh as one team also put it a crusher that works Um, yeah oh i wanted to know by the way is 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 his name Donald Hudson or is his name the legendary Donald Hudson? Because I feel like they can't say one without the other. It's like rule that they have to call him the legendary Donald Hudson. Well, I mean, I I guess he's earned that title. So okay, I, I, was I, just I don't really know because I, I I don't remember a whole lot. I'm of, not even I'm not even trying to crap on the guy. He's a great he's a great uh you know team lead. I just it's funny that they always call him the legendary Donald Hudson. Yeah. I guess. So, anywho, moving on. Uh, yeah, then we had, what, Kraken and Blacksmith, which, Hammerbot. Uh, who'd you think I, won that? I don't know, and I don't care, really. Uh, come on, <laughs> I thought Blacksmith won. It was a bit of a, you know, it was a split decision, but I did think Blacksmith won. Just weapon use, I guess. I mean, neither one of them was doing damage to the other, but no. Blacksmith's weapon was, you know, throwing. he was throwing and landing more. So You might as well just run into each other a whole bunch, so. Gotcha. Uh, and then Endgame and Ribot, uh, I would say an upset. Yeah, I, that was probably Your the biggest shock. Your dog is here and she's the, tap dancing. That was the biggest shock, I would say. Yeah, Endgame, like they said, they're definitely going to have to do something in the last chance rumble now because 0-2, that's, that's a big cry for help. Yeah, and well, I mean, and Ribot. It's, yeah, I mean, bad. it's creepy every time they get in the ring, but... With limbs flying everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I you know we talked about we've talked about you know like kids not liking or being scared off by some of this stuff. Yeah, like random frog parts all around the arena is probably not too good for the Just children. Just the foam with red Kool Aid. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, which one of, was one of my favorite matches? Uh, Tombstone just obliterated Sawblaze. That overrated pile of garbage. Uh, I mean, I still like. We'll Sawblaze, never have that guy but... on. I don't think. Well, not now. <laughs> yeah, so we can edit that if you'd like. No, I'm the it's, producer. I don't have a, to edit. It's a good bot. I, Maybe I he just, can come um, on and convince me why it's not a hulking piece of garbage. No, I mean, it's one of the better... With an ineffective weapon. It's one of the better saws, I would say, but... It's you useless. Know, it's, they, that they thing got is a, junk. No, nah, I mean, and they were giving it to uh, Tombstone early on, but... You know, Ray's a great driver, so... Uh, and Tombstone's a great butt. Yeah, and I'll give, uh... So, stud of the week. Duck. For surviving that onslaught. Yeah, I'll go with Duck, too. <laughs> um, this this one Actually, will probably... I kind of I want to give it to Cobalt, just because, we, again... Yeah, but I can't... Epic the, destruction. Can't a losing battle. Um, Dud of the week. I think we might be in... Bombshell um, again. Or maybe I go Ellie Nelly. the... Nelly the Ellie bot. Sorry, Nelly. It's uh, you know, it's cute, and maybe the hammer will work next time. But yeah, I got to agree. That thing got just got. Ugh. All right, it's so hard to look at. That's all for us this week. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all for us this week. Um, as you've noticed, all the episodes are now on the are solely on the Breaking Bots feed. So if you're looking for them elsewhere, uh, you're not gonna find them. So, uh, thanks again to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Team Duck and Team Marvin, and we will be rooting for you. Yes, absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Breaking Bots.